Balls are back. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange britches. What I tell you, okay? All right. This decade is gonna be the decade of the balls. You got yes, me. Rid it, did to do, and welcome into more important issues. It is Sunday, October 18th. It is a, it's not, it's not good. It's not nothing fun, nothing. I want to bet today. I guess that's good. But today, I mean, nothing. I could have won a million dollars today, and I feel, no, that's not true. I don't know. I think I'd still feel bad. That loss has hurt more than any loss I can. I mean, it, I tweeted it, and I think it's true. I felt worse yesterday than I did against Georgia State in 2019. It was uh, what it reminded me of is when we went to Vanderbilt in 2018 and got blown out. That would have put us in a bowl game. That was a very depressing loss. Um, what was bad yesterday is I was completely sober for the whole thing, so it was miserable. I wasn't sober, but I didn't get to. <laughs> I mean, at least for you talked about the Vanderbilt game in 2018. I was actually telling somebody, I was like, yeah, we went to Vanderbilt in 2018. I was like, but we had a good time. You know, at least we got to enjoy things. I, I guess I had a good, I did have a good night last night, but it's still, it just, I couldn't keep, it was like, it was like a bad breakup. You can't forget it. You don't forget it. It hurt. Your dog died last night. Your dog got ran over in front of you last night. It hurt. Ouch. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's how I felt after the game. It was just, ouch, like. And any time that we would get any kind of break or be like, okay, if we get the ball, if we get a stop right here, we get the ball, we'll, we'll be we'll be back in it. And then it just was a complete letdown every single time. Yeah, yeah. And you you mentioned the breaks, and we'll definitely get in a little bit more into the game. But you, it's like after the first pick six, you're like, it can't get worse from here, and it does. And then you have the second pick six, and you're like, well, it's at least a new quarterback, and it wasn't. Well, it was, but. It just – it stunk. It stunk. It hurt so bad. I well, 1984. I'm glad we pointed out all that stuff. I did a lot of research on 1984 just to throw it in Kentucky's face, and then we show up with that performance in the UN Stadium yesterday. Yeah. Landon is officially a 1984 historian. Um, he was certified by the Smithsonian Museum, and now what does it do him? Yeah. Now just <laughs> jump off a bridge. You're going to have to learn a lot about 2020. So, you know, 40 years later, you can do the same thing again. Yeah. I have a lot of, I have a lot of internal scars for, for 2020. I'm sure everybody else does too, but I think I have a lot more than some people. It, it, it looks like the year is not going to look up. Well, we're going to talk about it though. Cause you know what? Next Saturday, the team's a lot better than this Saturday, not Tennessee. The team we're playing is a lot better and um, we'll still be cheering them on. So I'll try to be a little, I guess I'll try to be a little bit more peppy, but how can you be? Yeah. I mean that that's the the bad thing about that loss is like at least like you can't look forward to next week and be like okay we, we got to rewrite ship this week. I mean it's you play the best team in the country. So good luck. And, I, I and, guess I guess it like you can look at it as like it doesn't matter how you play, you're still going to lose. So play whoever. Yeah, play go all out. You definitely you don't have to really worry about trying to be competitive and, and win the game because you're probably not. So just Go give it your best shot. Um, you kind of – in some ways, it, it, it's easier to play like that team. It's it's going to be a tough week, though. It's going to be a very tough week. We are going to talk about the Kentucky game, unfortunately. I guess we have to. Um, did you hear the caller on Tony Basilla, whose wife left him last night? Yeah, because he uh, threw a beer bottle out of the window. Mm-hmm. Threw, threw a window. Broke the window. 
I ask my, he I might ask have it ask worse me. than me because at least I still got my wife this morning. <laughs> so, <laughs> as far as I know, she hasn't left yet. Um, I guess that's yeah, you, determined after the show. But yeah, she's she was around this morning. So <laughs> good, good. Some yeah, people I, have I, it I worse. Ask, yeah, absolutely. I asked Emily. I said, "Would you leave me if I did that?" She's like, "Not if it was an act. You know, it was an accident." And I was like, "I," but I threw it through a window, and she's like, "Yeah, probably." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, mean, I guess that understandable. Um, understandable. Yeah, it's we are going to talk about the Kentucky game. I got mad, but I didn't get as mad as that guy. Um, I didn't throw anything through windows. I didn't throw anything actually. I was, I, I did at one point after the second touchdown. We were still driving, and I did hit the center console. Um, and she wasn't very happy about that, but I didn't break anything. So that's good. That's good. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about the Kentucky game. We'll talk about some things get fixed. Uh, we are. Um, I like to call us an optimistic podcast. So I guess we'll we're going to talk about some players that impressed. Uh, we're also going to um, talk about a little bit. We're going to talk about college football. Also the uh, high school. Some We don't have the high school highlights because we're virtual again, obviously, like we were on Saturday. And uh, But we will talk about some some guys that impressed us in the area and looking forward at uh, week 10 in high school. Almost playoff time. Yeah, it's getting close. Every yeah, game needs favorite? a little bit more. Who, who's your favorite team? And uh, let's, let's, let's do uh, – 5A, because that's probably the most competitive one, right? Kind of 6 and 5A are the most competitive. Who's your favorite team in 5A before we go into Week 10? I saw Wes play Pal, and I just don't – from what I've seen from everybody else, Wes is going to be the hardest team to beat. They're just solid yeah. at every position. Um, so, I'm going to go with West. I think West too. I think what's crazy is whatever team gets out of the uh, this side of Tennessee, I think will win the whole thing. Hundred percent. So who, who can win that? Who can win that battle? Um, then we've also got our most important and fail of the week. Maybe let's skip fail. That, that seems very like self-deprecation. Self-deprecation. Yeah. yeah. Maybe don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe just yesterday in general was a fail. Yes, absolutely. Um, let's let's get into it. And I know before we do that, Atlanta is going to tell you guys about some uh, some of our friends that make this show possible. Yeah. Go check out our sponsors: Tennessee Tap House, um, Blue Water Climate Control and um, Hound Dogs. Go do that. Go check them out. Also, tell us where you're listening from. Uh, we don't have the chat up tonight. Um, we'll have that back on Wednesday, but we do have some questions. So if um, you want some questions to be answered, you can ask those to us, and we'll get them Wednesday. Yep, absolutely. Let's do it. Uh, let's start with the Kentucky game. Golly, dude. dude 34-7. 30, 30, 34 to 7. That's that's coaching. I mean, oh, you got outplayed. You got outcoached. You got Georgia was bad, but at least you stopped and looked at Georgia. And I'm not I'm not gonna take away a ton from Kentucky because I thought they I thought they took advantage of opportunities. Not every team can do that. Sure, they were handed, but they still had to go score on those on one of the pick sixes they had to get blockers out in front. But they took advantage of opportunities. Team, other teams can't do that. So I don't want to take away a lot from them. They out coached and outplayed Tennessee. Yeah. I mean it, it was there's not a lot of difference in the yards and um, things like that. It was just turnovers. Yes. And turnovers and, that turned into touchdowns. Well, 34 to seven, obviously, and good. Your offense scored 17 of their points. Yeah. You yeah, can probably argue more later on in the game. I mean, because the defense, we're going to talk about who impressed later, but the defense, they played fine in the first half. They played great in the first half. Sorry. They played great in the first half. But how long can you hold on? Yeah. And, Jeremy Bruce comments kind of after the fact. I don't know if you got to listen to that any, but it was. I read some. It was just like making excuses and making excuses about like not practicing in fall camp. That's an excuse you can make at the first game of the season, not four games in, not when you've gotten worse. I don't think you can make it though this year because Kentucky's stuck in the same situation. Yeah, every everybody is. So it's not it's not a good excuse. And then he starts by I don't want to make excuses but like that's an excuse yeah and then man i, I tweeted this i'm gonna i'm gonna question jeremy pruitt's competitiveness if jg comes back out here because he hasn't looked good he should be on a short leash and the first pick unexcusable bad play bad play call sure but you can't throw that ball you're a fifth year guy yeah you i mean can't it's throw that ball i i do he, he did say like why are we throwing that far to to pick up a four-yard gain well, if a quarterback sees that the wide receiver isn't open, it's basic knowledge to not throw the ball. 
it doesn't matter. And then, you know, we want to blame the the sack on the offensive line. And, of course, offensive line is going to carry some of that fault. They got to block the guys. But, you know, you look at the first uh, the first sack that I can remember watching, and he could step up into the pocket and at least not get sacked immediately. Zero pocket presence. He's a fifth-year guy. And, and like you said, and Jeremy Pruitt, and, and rightfully so, I, if, if you've ever coached, you look at one player and you tell them, like, hey, on a, a football field, 10 other people probably weren't doing their jobs if you failed the way you failed. But at some point, you've got to take some fault. Like, you're like, sure, could the offensive line have done better? Sure. Could you have stepped up in the pocket and avoided it? Absolutely. Yeah, it just seems like he was kind of defending JG. He, he wasn't a big fan of the play calling. And, you know, Which rightfully, is fair. So, <laughs> rightfully so, because you paid Jim Chaney a lot of money for that offense to be getting worse. And, and you've had two terrible play, terrible called games um, back in the weeks. In the last 19 drives, we have seven turnovers and maybe eight three and outs. Mm-hmm. And, and you're down, I think, 24. No, you're down 17 in the third quarter with like six minutes left, and you're just trying to air it out. Eric Gray had 24 carries for 128 yards. Todd Chandler had 12 for 51. Yeah. The, we got the away only, from the running game again. The only time Too early. You- you move the football is when you run it 13 – I think it was a 14-play drive, but you threw it 13 to- – or you ran it 13 times for 75 yards and scored a touchdown. They knew a run was coming every single time, but you are still able to do it, and you just got away from it. You just continue to let J.G. beat you. <laughs> yeah, your own freaking quarterback. It, man. It's it, embar- it, was, it, it was embarrassing. It was, it was a very, very embarrassing game. And then I'm in a freaking bar where it's all South Carolina fans or Clemson fans, and they get to have – they had a day, man. Good for them. Yeah. South Carolina played well, took advantage of, of some Auburn mistakes. Credit – I mean, their fans got to enjoy the day. I did not at all. <laughs> at all. Right. And then right. Clemson, good God. Just putting it on people. Just putting it on people. But, Insane. I mean, I, I just don't – like, it's so deflating for a defense – to go out there knowing that if you get a stop, the offense is going to go three and out or turn the football over. Like, there's no – like, your defense is gassed at the start of the second half. And then they're just, like, giving up because they're like, what's the point? We already lost because we can't score. Yeah. And I still you – know, I don't want to say – there's never really, I guess, an excuse when you when you look at it as a, um, a person who, you know, does that. There's not an excuse to give up. But, I mean, I can understand it. I can understand. I mean, that, that second pick six, it did not look like our off- any of our offensive players wanted to make that touchdown-saving tackle. Princeton uh, fans like, just gave up. They just quit. No, it, it's, it's inexcusable. It's inexcusable. And I get – it just doesn't – if the team – I have no problem with what Trey Smith said. I have zero problem. It, it, he's, the, he's an offensive lineman. He's a leader of the team. He can't go into that press conference and say anything negative about JG. It can't happen. Oh. And I understand what he's trying to do in terms of picking him up and saying, hey, we got you. But play like it because you're not playing like you have the guys back. I really like how Mark Stoops has handled his uh, quarterback competition. He's saying Terry Wilson is our guy, but we also have a standard to, to play quarterback at Kentucky. So if if he's not playing up to that standard, we have guys ready to take his spot. And I, I, I like that. that. I, but yeah, I, I think that's that should be the case at Tennessee. If he's not playing to that standard, if he's playing like a freshman quarterback, take him out and put a freshman in. At least a freshman can make freshman mistakes, not a fifth-year guy making freshman mistakes over and over again. Yeah, and I'm not going to sit here and, you know, you, you saw one drive with Harrison Bailey, four passes, the end of the game in garbage time. But that one throw, the one completion – that was a nice completion, okay? But yeah. you can only put so much weight into it. Yeah, I, I haven't heard Mark Stoops say that, but if you know, I do like that comment because you should. Everybody should have a standard, and JG is not living up to the standard these last two games. No. And it's 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 not like he's won a bunch of games for you. It's not like he's ever even won the job. This job has always gotten to him by default. Yeah, he 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 sure. gets a start after Dormandy gets injured. And you assumed he was going to be the starter when Dobbs left, but he doesn't. Gets the job when Dormandy's injured. And then after that, it's just he's the oldest, most experienced guy on the roster. He's never flat out won the job. Why no, is he get, being gifted all this? Yeah, I, I just don't know why he's – why did you throw him out there after J.T. Shrouds' interception? What what did that give you? I've got three, I've got two other quarterbacks on that roster I'm going to try before I put him back out there. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. I mean, because you saw what you saw the best you're going to get from them. The be- and, and I'm not saying the best is two or two pick sixes. The best is 200 yards against South Carolina against yeah South Carolina's defense. That yeah. wasn't going to win the game. You're down 17. And his, his confidence is already down. He wasn't going to win you that ball game. You can't go back to him. And that's why I say I've got to question Jeremy Pruitt's mentality as a coach there. I'm not saying he can't fix it and be a good coach at Tennessee, but right now he's going to have to fix something if he wants to win ball games. Losing to Kentucky, a team you should have beat, I don't care how good Kentucky's playing. Tennessee is better than them at every position on the football field. You should have beat them, period. Yeah, you're, End of story. Only going to go as far as your quarterback. I mean, 100%. That's that's how it's all. That's why it's the most important position in all sports because it carries that much weight. Oh, absolutely. And yeah, I, I would try to. I just don't, like you said, I don't get putting JG back out there. I don't. I mean, the O line hasn't done a great job of protecting your five star tackles have looked atrocious in pass protection mm-hmm. but just run the ball that was a game where you could literally ball. run it every single time and probably have a chance to win the game yes i i mean legitimately though Le- i mean kentucky only threw the ball 16 times yeah and terry wilson didn't have a good game but mark stoops said he had a, a good game because he didn't lose it for you I mean, that's that's kind of all we're asking is don't lose it for us. Because even if JG, like, if you go three and out and punt, it's still probably a one-possession ball game deep into the fourth quarter. The offense only had two touchdowns. And then yeah. they had they had a drive. They had a drive they went and scored or went and uh, they got it into field goal territory. But after the JT Shroud touchdown or after the JT Shroud interception, they only had to move the ball like 15 yards to be in range. Yeah. Uh, as soon as the – Offense went out there at the start of the third quarter and went three and out. The defense is done. It was done. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And there's a lot. I mean, it, dude, that game was bad. And like I said, credit Kentucky. Uh, they kind of – they got Chris Rodriguez comfortable. He ran the ball better, especially in the second half. I mean, they just – they kept going with it, and they they wanted it to be successful, and they made it successful. And that opened up the um, – you know, kind of opened it up for Terry Wilson to be able to run the ball a little better when they had a threat there at running back. And, and it, it was effective. And they got the ball to Ali. Um, a guy they wanted, Ali, I think is how you say it. Um, they were able to get the ball to him a couple times, and he was effective in space. I mean, Kentucky did what they had to do to win. I mean, yeah, their defense still had to come up big, but they did what they had to do to win, and they did it well. Yeah, it, it wasn't like, though, Kentucky, like, stopped us. I mean, no, I guess no, they no. did have to make a play on the ball, but, like, it was – if Tennessee doesn't turn the football over, it's a completely different football game. And, it, Very and, and a Kentucky loss is not a bad loss, but the way you lost is what makes it so embarrassing. Yeah, this Kentucky team, like you said, that's not necessarily – I mean, for a Tennessee fan, talk about expectations, you should beat Kentucky. Correct. But like you said, when you look at – this isn't Kentucky in 2007. It's a different conference. Mm-hmm. But it but it was a game you should have – your game you're supposed to win. Now you put yourself in a big hole. You already weren't. After the Alabama game or Georgia game, you already were not sure you won't after Alabama either. You already weren't looking good. And you you had a chance to really kind of get yourself out of this hole and and, and kind of get yourself back on track. And dude, I don't know what track you got on. Not the right one. Yeah, I, I just don't understand how, like, the South Carolina game, uh, the Missouri game, it, it's all about turnovers because we didn't turn the football over and you win those games. You probably should have beat South Carolina by more. Um, but you you won ball games and it was it wasn't that Missouri was a beatdown like you just whooped them all day long because you're able to dominate with your offensive line and our running backs they can't break a tackle I mean it's you had to go 13 plays 75 yards just running the ball because they're not going to break a tackle yeah Eric Gray can make some people miss but Ty Chandler can't make anybody miss. No. Um, so yeah, they're you're not getting, super dynamic. You're getting holes, but it's it's six yards because you don't have a big back to run between the tackles. You're going to have to mix things up and and run the ball outside a little bit. I think you run Bayless Jones one time on a jet sweep, but there's just like there's just no flow to the offense. No. And if you, and I think yeah. they mentioned on the broadcast yesterday that um, Jim Chaney and Jeremy Pruitt are asking a lot out of their quarterback. And if their system is so complex that a quarterback can't comprehend it, they need to simplify the playbook or do something. Oh, 100%. I mean, if, if your quarterback can't effectively run it, what's it going to – I mean, what, what what are you ever going to gain? Because yeah. at some point in your career, a freshman's going to have to start for you. 
No, no team's ever gotten away with a freshman not starting for him ever. I mean, Nick Saban's even had freshmen start for him. So if you if it's so complex that a quarterback can't come in and at least you know a decent competent quarterback, which you assume Harrison Bailey is, or JG, a guy who's been playing college football for now five years, can't understand it. Who's going to? So if that's the case, sure you ask a lot of your quarterbacks, but if it's so much that not a single one on that roster is going to understand it, you need to fix it. That's on you. Hundred percent on you. Yep. I just I'm very disappointed, Jim Cheney. I don't. I don't know. I just don't know. This this isn't Georgia. You just don't have those dynamic athletes like you had at Georgia with, you know, the power backs like Nick Chubb and Todd Gurley, and you know you had DeAndre Swift is kind of like an Eric Gray a little bit just to kind of do it all back. But he's not a guy that's going to run between the tackles twenty five times and and right. be able to sustain a whole season. So I just don't know what you do if if your only big backs are D Beckwith and T Hodge and your only fast rod receivers that are able to beat man coverage is Malachi Wadman and Jimmy Calloway and Jimmy Holiday and Jalen Hyatt, utilize your freshman. You proved yeah. last year that you're not afraid to play a freshman. Well, I don't know why we're so afraid to play freshman this year. Right. We got to do it. You mentioned our wide receivers have struggled to get away from men. That's, that's not good, especially when you talk about a quarterback who's struggling. You've you got to have wide receivers who can get open at some point. I mean, yeah, it's not going to happen every play, but – they if they can't ever get open, we're dead in the water. We're dead right there. You, you talk going back to kind of the offense and Jim Cheney. Where's pre-snap movement? We're not letting. We're not making it hard on the defense before the snap at all. Nope. We let them get lined up and then look to the sidelines and get a call. It's bad, dude. It it it. That was a game that was that was very tough to watch. We didn't adjust. We didn't fix anything at halftime. We didn't. We 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 got beat once. Tried to remain calm, didn't change anything. Tried to remain calm, got beat twice, and then all hell broke loose. It was bad. Yeah, I think the whatever we did at Georgia, we did the exact same thing. Like there was not any kind of improvement from Georgia to Kentucky. And next week's going to get uglier. Yep. Uglier. So, so let's 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 talk about it. what what can Tennessee do to maybe fix something on offense. Man, I I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of where I'm. There's there's so many things that like Jeremy Pruitt was pointing out. Like receivers can't beat coverage. Your O line can't protect. Your quarterback is a turnover has turned into a turnover machine. Like I just don't know what else you can do. And was and he had two games that he was two games that he was clean. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He turned into <laughs> one. Back into one. He was never one. not one. Yes, he was never yes. not one. True. He had a couple of days off. That was it. <laughs> true. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I just – I don't know. I mean, Jim Chaney's going to have to be creative, and that's why he makes so much money. But something's got to yeah. something's got to change. I mean, I think you can help your offense um, go against defenses, make it hard on the defense by getting some pre-snap movement in. I mean, one of the only teams that doesn't do it that much is Alabama. And if you watch them play last night, they had a ton a pre-snap movement, trying to get that Georgia defense off balance. I mean, and it was very effective. And I'm not – maybe Tennessee is just never going to be good at all. And they just – you know, maybe even the pre-snap movements would be bad. I don't know. But try it. You, you haven't tried it yet. Try it next week. Because, like you said, you have nothing to lose next week. It's not like anybody's expecting you to win. No one's even expecting you to cover. And it's a 24-point spread. Do something to try and fix it. Play freshman, like you said. I, I think next week – a lot of people don't want to see Harrison Bailey start until after Alabama. No, I and hate that loser mentality. If he's your best bet, and it seems like he may be, because if JT Shroud isn't it and Mauer didn't even get a chance, JG's definitely not it. Start Harrison Bailey and find out if he's it. Give him a chance. If he plays bad against Alabama, who the hell cares? JG's going to play bad against Alabama. Yeah, it doesn't matter what quarterback you, you play. You're still going to lose unless something insane happens. So. And nothing insane is going to happen. What's the what, what? What do they say the definition of insanity is? Doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Quit starting, JG. That's our offense. <laughs> he plays better when he comes in and relieves somebody. Yeah. Bring him in, in the second quarter if you want. I mean, but, but quit starting the guy. It's bad. Yeah, just. I don't know. It just seems like like even JT Stroud. He did throw the pick. It was a terrible throw. But then, like, you put J.G. back in. You, you let him turn the ball over three times before you took him out. And a lot of people want to even say that that's Ty Chandler's fault on that one. How do we know? Yeah. 
I I, again, Jeremy, I was, Jeremy, I was Jeremy Pruitt took up for him and said it was Ty Chandler's fault. But, dude, have some, like, presence. Dude, what's up with that? Has he ever blamed JG flat out for something, And but he blames Todd Chandler easily? Did he even blame JG for the missed call at the – he said it was miscommunication, right, against Alabama last year? Yeah. I, don't, I, I think he's he's trying to protect JG. I don't – it's okay if you like the kid, but you can – you don't have to baby him. Like, he's a grown Quit man. Babying him. Quit babying him. It, He's never going to get better if you don't hold him accountable. And, even right. you know, kind of even if it is, he, he's got to be your leader. He's a fifth-year guy. He's your quarterback. He's naturally a leader by the position he plays. At the end of the day, if the running back doesn't know the right play, whose fault is it? Usually the play callers, the signal callers. Yep. So, at the uh, end of the day, it does fall back on JG, however you want to state it. If Harrison Bailey's in there, I know who's getting the blame for that. Yep. I know who's getting the blame. It, it, I, didn't know he, I didn't know he stuck up for that. I like Jeremy Pruitt a lot, but, man – you're not going to win right now doing this crap. It's not going to happen. And I get, like, you probably want to try to save the locker room, but from the looks of yesterday, the locker room – You're about JG. to lose it, man. Yeah, the locker room knows JG isn't the guy. I mean, yeah. the way you, you watch the people chase after that second pick six, I mean, they're just oh. like – Bad. Bad. I don't know. All right. I, I mean, I don't. I can be negative for hours. I, I've got hours of it, man. But I know we don't want to hear that. Who, who impressed you yesterday? Um, I thought Henry Toto had a had a good game. Had a sack, couple tackles for loss. I think eight tackles. Um, Crouch also had eleven tackles. Um, mm-hmm. I, I thought he played probably the best game of the season. Malachi Wyman Bennett, two tackles yeah, he, for loss. He he kind of disappeared, but yeah, he looked good in the in the first quarter. I guess quarter. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Malachi yeah. Wadman had a good catch, and obviously Eric Gray. Um, other than Eric Gray that, had a Eric Gray. I know you you're, you're gonna um, you know you're you're kind of getting on to him for the not being able to break tackles, but you know what he did have a great game. And you saying that doesn't negate him having a a good game. He can have a good game and still lack the ability to make people miss, or well, he can make people miss, but breaking the tackle. He, I mean, he had a good game. Yeah, he could get better at something, but he had a good game. He played well. He was our few. Shining lights. Yeah, he was he was definitely a bright spot. And I'm not really getting on to him of, you know, missing not being able to break tackles. He's just not that kind of back to it's to run. It's not really his job. Yeah, to run through linebackers. And it's kind of doing him a disservice of just running in between the tackles because he's so much better in space. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Who who do you who do you have starting quarterback, Alabama? Yeah, Mauer. It's got to be Mauer Bailey, right? Because Shroud, you 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 got him on a short leash. Why even roll him out there? It's like, you know, leaving a freak. It's like I mean, it's live bait. You're just waiting to put JG in. You're telling the team that. But put in Mauer Bailey. See what happens. Maybe a spark gets going. You at least get the fans riled up a little bit. Yeah, I mean, maybe that you know maybe that rubs off on the team. And you proved the some recruits that you'll play freshmen and and that you yeah. have like Tennessee has a good like core of talent of young talent they just yeah. like and you need to show that you can you're building something in the future to these recruits or you're going to lose them too if you're just if you're playing a fifth year guy to try to win games now when really it doesn't matter and and two he's playing like absolute dog shit then you, you got to roll with the freshman I'll tell you this right now. This is just for the quarterback position. If I'm a freshman quarterback, I'm not even thinking about playing at the University of Tennessee. I'm not even thinking about it. Why? You're not going to be given a chance. If, you, if you're if you JT Shrout, you get one throw while the other guy gets endless amounts. Yep. And those recruits don't see practice. Jerry Pruitt can tell them all he wants. Oh, if you practice well, you practice well, blah, blah, blah. JG can't practice that well. No, you can't no. practice that well and play that bad. It doesn't have there, there's been I've seen plenty of people who can pr- practice good and play bad, but they're not pra- they're not outshining people in practice and then playing that bad. Mm-hmm. It's not that big of a difference. Yeah, you, you can't tell me that JG and Harrison Bailey, if they got equal amounts with the ones, equal amount of reps with the yep. ones, that JG would just outshine Harrison Bailey. No, not a chance. There's no not way. Chance. There's no way. 
not a chance. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, man. here's what you get with JG. You might win some games that you should win. But you're also going to lose some games you should win. And he's never going to beat a game you shouldn't win. Like, he's never going to upset somebody. He's never going to go right. win you a game. He's never going to beat Georgia. He's never going to beat Florida. He's never going to beat Alabama. That's just who he is. He's not a baller. He's not a gamer. I don't know if Tennessee has one on their roster, but it ain't JG. I mean, we've seen – It's time to start trying to – you got to find out. It's time to start yeah. trying to find out. Four years of, of this, and it's – he just hasn't really improved very much. Nope. And he's a statue in the pocket. Have- Why is he a statue in the pocket? Why can't like like even not Peyton Manning, I guess, but like anybody can move. But he's just he just can't move. I just he's I don't, too I don't, old. He's a fifth year guy, he's just too old. I mean that kind of makes me want to put Brian Mauer. At least he can like move in the pocket. Um so I don't know. My guess would I think you start Harrison Bailey for sure. That that's what I would do. But if not Put Jimmy Holiday back there and run the read option with Eric Gray and see what happens. <laughs> At this point, yeah, I mean, it's going to be more creative than any offense you've put out there. Exactly, yes. Yeah, whatever. Um, I'm sure we have some questions related to quarterback and related to uh, the game in general. Let's let's get to those. And um, I mean, we may have answered them some already, but we can definitely hit on them. Yeah, let me find those real quick. Um, so the first one is – um, Cameron Ward, why can't Tennessee stop a slant? That's another thing with the defense. What the heck? How is it so bad? How oh, is a, a DB whisperer like Jeremy Pruitt and Derek Ansley putting that kind of performance in our secondary? Yeah, I, I don't have a good answer for you. No. I mean, the, the, the only way you defend a slant is leverage, and you're just letting them inside of you every single time. That's how they're able to get slants off. Yeah, slant, and, you know, slants are one of the easier routes in football. They're a basic route. Just about, you know, any team should be able to do them and, and should use them. Um, because, like you said, it's leverage. It can help you um, run run a few different routes and help you get deep because those guys got to cheat up and cheat inside. And, um, it's a route you you should be running a lot. So Tennessee doesn't run them any for some reason. Um, so, it's definitely, like you said, it's a tough route to defend. But, you know, at the, at the end of the day, if you don't take away the slant, you're going to get killed by the slant. Take away the freaking slant, let your safeties help over top. Yeah, it's just the the star position is just struggling. Um, and, and it seemed like Kentucky had a good game plan. They were just going to be like, yeah, we'll do a, um, a fake and then a, a slant behind the linebackers because, you know, our linebackers are flying up. So if you have an extra linebacker in, they're going to hit that slant every time. Um, and then if they're going to put – the star in, they're just going to run it with that 225 pound back. And yeah, Tennessee has to be more effective on the defensive line there in that scenario. Yeah, yeah you just weren't got to be just weren't stopping in the second half. I feel like you did a decent job of getting off the field in the first half, but you still yeah. couldn't defend the middle of the field. And with Terry Wilson at quarterback, I mean, I know you're not having to defend a lot, but he was able to kind of carve you up in the second half, which isn't good. No. No. Because you think Alabama, those slants are going to the house next week. Yes. Absolutely. Better get that fixed. Yep. Any other questions? Um, I think we have. I know we had the quarterback starting, so we answered that. But uh, yeah, yeah, we both pretty much. I said, man, you said Bailey. I said Mauer or Bailey. It can't be Stroud. You showed you don't trust him. Um, Like you you showed everybody that. So it's got to be Mauer or Bailey, I think. Um, so Mike said, Mike, uh, jelly, J E H L E. I don't know if I'm saying that, I like right, it. but, but I'm going to call you jelly. It's my favorite kind of jelly. Yeah. Um, he says it seemed pretty clear to us layman's, uh, watching TV that a good portion of the team, mostly on D quit in the second half on Saturday. Got to believe that's tied to Pruitt continued continuing to send JG out there. If he starts JG anymore this year, does Pruitt completely lose the team? I think that's a good question. I mean – It's a good question. First off, though, I, I want to start with, is inexcusable to ever quit? I mean, once you – once you, the problem with that, and, yeah, it's going to – it's got a lot to do with Pruitt. But the problem is, is if me and Landon are playing together and I quit on Landon, the next time we play, get in a tough situation, he's not going to trust me. So, it, it's bad for your team. Um, and, yeah, some of that falls on Pruitt. But uh, Swain had a good tweet about it. I don't, I don't have it on me right now. But that's just unacceptable. 
it, it is unacceptable. And you can't do that. Um, you wouldn't want the guy next to you to quit on you. So you can't do it no matter who's out there uh, as a teammate, as a football player, as a, any athlete, as any situation. Um, you don't quit on guys. You don't quit on your guys. You, that's the team you're riding with. That's the team you're dying with. Do it. But uh, I think I, it does I hurt do morale it. if you're continuing to put somebody out there who doesn't perform um, yeah. and you're willing to, to give everybody else kind of a short leash at any other yeah. I, it kind of goes into what I'll say. It's, it's inexcusable, but I, I understand how it can happen. Yep. How can you be happy with what JG is doing? How? And if it, you're it, his teammate, if you're his you're, coach, how are you happy with it? And you're in a bad situation at quarterback because you could have, you had some opportunities to play some guys and get them some reps before yesterday um, and did not. Yep. So you, you could have played them against Missouri, Georgia, um, and then you're just, you had to put somebody in next year or the, they're lucky 100,000 people weren't there because the whole city of Knoxville would have been filled with booze. Yeah. Yeah. It's a uh, – God, it's not a good – it sucks. It's not a good situation. Yeah, I mean, we, you can't lose the team, especially this – especially week five, you can't lose the team. Right. <sighs> Any more questions? That's all I got. We're, we're... So, we're rolling with Bailey. More important issues is rolling with Harrison Bailey because he – does he uh, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. or Mauer? Oh, okay. Mauer. <laughs> I mean, like Mauer. I am. I, I'm not. I'm not speaking. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I, that's why I say or Mauer, just because Harrison Bailey didn't get yanked out, and then Brian Mauer wasn't shown that you just flat. You just showed. You showed. You just flat out don't trust JT Shroud. Yep. I think he tried to use Shroud as like a wake up call for JG. That didn't work. So it well, wasn't. T- it wasn't because you trusted Shroud. He told them, uh, Jeremy Pruitt told them that he took uh, JG out to just have a conversation with him, to just calm him down. And then yeah, that's, that's exactly he, that he he did not trust Shroud. He used him as a tool, and it didn't work. So you can't put him back in. I mean, I'm we just that Jeremy Pruitt that Try that was just speaking his mind, and, and you know that's why people liked him so much. And and this like excuse and you know defending JG that's. You know, he's not playing the standard of Tennessee football. Al Wilson comes in there and talks to that whole team about the standard of Tennessee football, and then they go out and lay an egg. Yeah, not a good look there. <laughs> My good Lord. Somebody needs look. to get in. I'm sure Al Wilson still has some pop to, to him. I'm sure he would love to get some Oklahoma drills with, with some guys in that mm-hmm. locker room. That would have been nice. Yeah. Yeah. Need a wake-up call. We could have used some Al Wilson attitude on both sides of the ball on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. All right, you ready to move on? I don't, um, is it college football? We're talking college football now? Yeah, college football. Let's get it. College get football. Away from what about, dude, what about, what, what about Arkansas? What about, yes, sir? What about him? They make me nervous. Right? <laughs> I mean, I mean, other than Vanderbilt, like there's not a winnable game left on her. Like, I, there's not a There's game not a that you should just out go out and win, yes. Flat out win. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Arkansas should be that, but you have not shown it. You're better than them. You're more talented than them. But they're 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 winning games, and you have not the last two weeks. You've done the opposite of winning games. Yep. Um, also, what about Lane? Everybody's like, well, Lane, Lane Kiffin will be the next great game in the, in the West. I mean, he put 45 points on Alabama. You scored 21 on Arkansas. Get the F out of here. That Lane they're down like crap. 21 to nothing, right? No. At some point, I, I don't know. I'm sure the, the lane trains in whatever ditch that Mike Leach's bandwagon's in right now. So get the F out of here with that. Is that uh, is there just like a a hole somewhere where they just throw like the the magical helmet that Shaw Tuttle fell in? Yep, same hole. <laughs> same hole. <laughs> that, did you watch that entire Alabama Georgia game? That was good. That's a dude. I that's college good college football game. Yeah, watch. I think it it goes to show like how good Alabama is. I mean, they're like Mac Jones when he played us last year. Everybody was like, "Yeah, they're gonna go down with Mac Jones because he's not very talented." And then he's just I don't know if it's that system or, or I'm sure that helps and just that having helps. dominant Sarkeesian, dominant. Sarkeesian called a great game. Yeah. But he looks good. I mean, he's got to be in the Must Heisman sober. race. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Him and, well, you do have Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> right. Yeah, but, I mean, he's got to be up in the conversation. Yeah, in the race. Yeah. 
Oh, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's Alabama, though. I mean, they, their ability to just impose their will on any team is incredible. I was a little, you know, looking at last week, I thought Georgia had a good chance because um, not that I didn't, thought Alabama's defense was bad. That wasn't it. It was just usually when you try to play someone else's game, that hurts you. Um, and I thought they tried to play Ole Miss's game last week and kind of got away with it. So I was a little worried that, you know, would they try the same thing as Georgia go out there and just do what they do? They did what they did. They did not they did not try to, to play at Georgia's pace. They played at their pace and dominated. Yeah, I think kind of um, Alabama learned a lot probably from that Tennessee-Georgia game, whereas Tennessee's defense played good enough to win. I mean, it's just our offense just gave them the ball at the our own 15 and 30, and they scored a touchdown as well. So I think Georgia's offense is kind of not great. It's not yeah, up to – it's yeah, it's it's not up to the standard of, like, Alabama and, and Clemson. Mm. So, I think that they'll be able to stay in probably every game. But yeah. if – I just think they have a lot to figure out on offense. Yeah, you knew if Georgia won that game, it was going to be the, on the back of their defense again, not – it wasn't going to be anything their offense did. Nothing. And, and I, I mean, I, I think a lot of people were kind of starting to discredit Stetson Bennett. I don't think he's great, but he's not terrible. No. He's not. I mean, he's going to – He's not terrible. He's not going to lose you a game. You hope not. Because, yeah. like you said, they should be in every game. Right. So, you hope not. Um, Auburn. Auburn, South Carolina, man. What about it? What about Will Muschamp? Get another – did he get an extension after that game? Shoot, he might. <laughs> I just – Throw on some more – throw some, throw some more money on top of that buyout. Like, is, is Vanderbilt the only, like, just trash team in the SEC this year? Oh, maybe Missouri. No, they beat LSU. Whoa, 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 whoa. Mississippi State. I was referencing. I was referencing. Uh, I mean, yeah. That's like we're looking, looking like it. We're we're falling down the the power rankings very quickly. Yep. Yeah. yeah, Mississippi State. <laughs> Excuse me, Mississippi State isn't great, but they're gonna. I mean, they beat LSU. <laughs> I still have them. Thank you. I'll still have them winning probably a game, you know, that they shouldn't. Not Alabama or anything, but they'll win a game they shouldn't. Yeah. They'll do that every year. So, yeah, I still have Mississippi State at least making things interesting. They'll, they'll surprise a couple people. Like you said about Tennessee, especially if JG's at the home, they're not going to win anything they shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, what yeah, about and, Kevin uh, Harris? Dude, he's like – Who's that? Kevin Harris, the, the running back for South Carolina. I think they uh, found oh, yes. they found their their back for the future. Yeah, um, and I, I think Collins, Colin Hills played okay. I mean, he's playing I, better than JG right now. I, I thought he. I mean, I thought he played decent against Tennessee outside of a couple of errors. Um, better than I thought he would, and yeah, I think he's going to be. Yeah, I think he's going to be okay. Nothing special. Yeah, Bo Nix was twenty four for forty seven yesterday. I like Bo Nix a lot last year. I, I take that back as fast yeah, as I can. Take it I back. I mean, he should have lost you the Arkansas game if SEC officiating wasn't what it is. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Who am I leaving out here in this game? Is it Mississippi State or in this uh, Texas A&M, Mississippi State. Oh, yeah, A&M. A&M, I think A&M might be starting to kind of figure something out. I think uh, that went over Florida may uh, vault them to, you know, they. that's a team that could be – that should be playing for second in the West, no? They played two quarterbacks yesterday. Mississippi State did. I don't know if Costello got hurt. Mm. They just took him out because he was playing like trash. Because he's not good. Right. <laughs> but I, I really like as Isaiah Spiller at Texas A&M. I think he's yes. Really I mean, if, if Najee Harris wasn't in the SEC, he Spiller might be the best in the SEC. Right. Um, Najee Harris run 152 yards against God. the defense. <laughs> That's he's a freaking beast. Najee like Harris makes me jealous. Jalen Waddle makes me jealous. Dude, Jalen Waddle's speed, I would do a lot of things to have that kind of speed on Tennessee's team. I would do a, a lot of stuff to have like a Kyle Trask on my team. I mean, just unfortunately, deep, I would. I mean, like, look at the like UCF and, and uh, Memphis quarterbacks. I'm like, how do we just get something like that? Something that a guy that's able to just move the football. Yeah, I don't know, man. What about uh? That's why I'm fail of the week. I'll go ahead and do it because I'm, I'm not gonna be able to pull my fails up. Uh, what about uh? I'll just talk about it. That UCF kicker and 
backup quarterback get into it. Yeah. Not even a guy that plays. Not even a guy that plays. It looks like everybody dude, else was play. trying to calm him down, and then that guy just came up and be like, oh, dude, you suck. <laughs> I feel for him. Uh, kicker to kicker, I feel for him. Um, yeah, that – what an idiot. That, but really, both of them didn't even fight on the sideline. But yeah. you just got to ignore it and walk away, unfortunately. I know, you know, pride gets in the way of that, but, yeah, you got to. Oh, me guy. Yeah. Uh, what about uh, UNC? I knew I didn't. I knew they wouldn't hang on for long, but I didn't know it would come to Florida State. Jesus, Florida State was up twenty thirty-one to seven at the half. It was twenty-eight nothing at one point. Oh, okay, I think it was thirty-one to seven at the half, I believe, and they didn't score a single point in the second half. Nuts. Yeah, you're right. What was the uh, What was the Clemson final? Seventy-three oh. to seven. Yes. And they they put their backups in early, like they do not. They do not just keep running up the score. So, those are second-string guys just wearing them out. They played four quarterbacks last week. Four. Oh, yeah. Or, they, or, they or, played. or against Georgia Tech, they played four. Yeah. They they do not do what some other teams do and keep the starters in and run up the score. Nope. Any other games you want to mention from uh, college football this week? I'd like to have Amari Rodgers on my team, too. That'd be nice. Yes. I wouldn't be mad about that. Uh, I'd like to have a quarterback that can throw to him. <laughs> Notre Dame and Louisville, though, 12 to 7. It was yeah, like a what freaking crap. baseball score. <laughs> I think Notre Dame only had two offensive touchdowns in that game. Yikes. Good Lord. Was it, wait, 12 oh, to 7? No. They had one offensive yeah, touchdown. Yeah, they had one. I was thinking it was 15. I don't know what I was thinking. Yeah, they had one offensive touchdown. Yep. Dude, they're bad. Yikes. Yeah, I mean, they're going to get worn out if they when they play Clemson. They play, uh, they won't play them until the final, though, right? They play Duke in the regular season. They play Duke uh, and North Carolina, don't they? Yeah, I think they do play. Or, or are you talking about Clemson? Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Notre Dame does play uh, North Carolina, and I think they play Clemson too. They do play Clemson regular season? Yep. Yeah. Okay, November 7th. So, yeah. Good luck. Okay, coming up. Wow. So that's almost like ACC. Like next week would be halfway through the season, right? That's yep. insane. I know it's that ten game, and but yeah, I mean, I feel like the second half of twenty twenty is full iron by. Thankfully, let's get the hell out of it. Yeah, <laughs> don't want any more of that. Mm-mm. No, thank you. All right, we ready to go to high school football? Am I forgetting something? I feel like I might be. Did I uh, skip around on you. No, I, th- I think we're good. I think we're. Uh, moving right. I I do, I do want to mention the yardage against Kentucky. So they had two hundred ninety four yards. We had two hundred eighty seven total yards. And I think we had the same amount of first downs. I think we had like 18. And you got beat 31, 34 to 7. Yeah. And you had the same amount of yards. It's not hard to see who the fault, who's at fault for that game. No, it's not. Not at all. It's not hard. The offense. I'm not even saying, J.D., the offense as a whole is at fault for that. Yeah. All right, high school football. So, like I said, we don't have highlights for you guys tonight. Um, we'll, we'll get those back to our those top plays. We'll get those back going next week as we uh, roll into the playoffs. But we're going to talk about some guys who impressed in the area. Or, I don't know, maybe you went out of the area because, dude, I'm, I'm kind of upset. That I know I just didn't have time to do it this week, being out of town, um, be a little bit different in how we did it, a little bit more difficult. I really wanted to put that. May have to roll that video over to next week of Dallin Hayden. Dogs don't raise kids. cats, whatever he says. Dogs don't raise cats. Yeah. Yeah. That that dude's a dog, like his dad. Dude, and he's like – everybody wanted him to be a DB, and then, like, he's – Going off. His, his senior year, it's just like – or his junior year. He, you just he's causing people – Yeah, like Ohio State and I think Notre Dame want him to play running back. If I'm Tennessee, he's causing running over guys like that, I'm like, hey, you can play whatever the heck you want. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and he's costing people some money, too. He's doing uh, touchdowns for charity. Mm-hmm. Every touchdown yeah. he scores, people are having – yeah, he's, he's running up a tab on some people. <laughs> yeah, some people are probably regretting <laughs> pledging that much money. <laughs> yep. I thought this was uh, for the entire walk, <laughs> per mile. <Yeah. laughs> uh, so, we got some scores. Um, a, a lot of Knoxville was on fall break this week. Um, but you did have Anderson County beating Chattanooga Central 53 to nothing. Um, Alcoa beat Kingston 41 to nothing. Elizabethan beat Greenville. Did you see that score? I didn't. 
44 to 10. Elizabethans for real, man. They are. <clears throat> They're for real. Fair get Sean Witten up there. Yeah. Farragut beat Bearden uh, 45-17. Um, Knox Halls. The uh, that was probably the the big game this week. Battle Defeat. of Black Oak Ridge is that what it is? Yeah, I don't know why that is. That makes no sense to me. But do you I'm know the backstory on that? What, no, but I'm gonna guess that Black Oak Ridge probably separates them. That's my best guess. Okay, I'm not familiar. You said we're geography guys, but I guess we're not good enough geography guys. Yeah, I, I didn't know that one. I just thought that was a weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's weird. Anyway, um, <laughs> Halls knocks off Central 20-16. to 16. I do want to point out somebody in this game, Nolan Faust. Sophomore, right? Junior? Yeah, sophomore. sophomore. Number, I think he's number 28 for Halls. He had a long touchdown against Aldo last year, last week, and then, you know, two long touchdowns against Central. That was the difference in the game. So, yep. that kid's for real. Be on the watch out for – he's got some flat-out speed, too. Did you hear about um, my man, Deshaun Bishop? At Carnes? Oh, dude. Second time this year, six touchdowns. Baller. Putting the team on your back. He's just a sophomore. Yeah. That's wild. Um, And then you had uh, Webb beat Silverdale 42-24. Maryville beat Udawa 56-12. McMinn County beating Cleveland 42-7. Uh, Morristown East beat Volunteer 49-43. Oak Ridge. Oh, wow. Beat Mount Juliet 27-21. Pigeon Forge beat Austin East 35-0. That's kind of surprising. Austin East hadn't been – they've been uh, red, though, for the last couple weeks. Gotcha. I don't know how much preparation was able to go into that game. Mm -hmm. Sevier County beat Seymour 42-35. I think that's all I had. What was the Carnes score? Oh, Carnes beat Heritage 40 to 30. All touchdown, all of his touchdowns. That's insane. Dude, that's nuts. That is absolutely insane. Gotta have to find some more highlights of that kid. Yeah, for sure. He can play. He can play. I'm sure he's gonna get some uh offers here pretty soon. You got you you gotta think. You gotta think. He got another summer though before he start those start really rolling in. Right. All right. We ready for some uh most important? Some segments. Oh, what I miss? Oh, most important, yeah. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Yep. Most important. I'm going with Coastal Carolina, baby. Their offensive the line. Shants. Is that what? Is it the Shants? Shants Leaders? Yeah, I think sure. it's Shantz. Is that you see? Yeah, I think so. Hmm. I was just going to go with their offensive line. Have you seen their offensive line? Let me read you. No. So you have the left tackle is 6'3, 275. Left guard is 6'1, 295. The center is 5'9, 290. The right guard is 6'1, 300. And then the right tackle is 6'2, 280. They're on the veer or something? <laughs> they just trying to run it, sprint them. Just that's a team. They just want some dogs on that offensive line. I don't okay. care how big you are. You I would not it. be happy with that. No, you don't. I love it. If they produce, I mean, okay, 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 maybe. I mean, Drew Brees like five eleven, right? Drew Brees about five eleven. <laughs> He is. You're right. You're absolutely right. Um, oh, most important. I, I'm not able to get on my phone right now. This is difficult. I'm trying to remember them. Um, mm, I don't remember. I only know my fails. I've already mentioned both of them. I'm, I'm, I'm not doing good at the segment thing today. Hmm. Yeah, I think I'm – because I'm just very sad about that. I have nothing – I have zero positives about Tennessee. So, that makes it hard. Good stuff. Zero. Zero. Now I'm getting sad again. Next, you have another most important. Give me excited again. Um. Oh yeah, we we did forget about we got a recruit this week. So Christian Charles, yes, um, ath, uh, athlete out of uh, the state of Georgia. He um, plays quarterback. I think Tennessee is kind of recruiting him as a defensive back. Just a solid athlete. If you watch his film, he, he's all over the field, and you know it's a guy that they've kind of evaluated and really like and. 
I, I listened to an interview with him and he, he seems like a, a very smart individual and with our complex offense that we run you need some of those guys yeah can can he figure out the offense that's the question i hope so i hope so um <laughs> yeah that was that was a get a three star yeah bad just hey, some you need some of them it's 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 kind of very when i look at like his film it reminds me a lot of elante taylor just because of the um the versatility and him playing, you know, mostly offense. I know that's kind of hard to – he plays some defense, but not a whole lot. So, I know that's that's kind of hard to evaluate him on the other side of the ball. But mm-hmm. um, I think he runs track as well and is – I think he runs a 10-900. Gotcha. You mentioned Alante. Do we? I'm sorry. I hate to get, up, get off topic from that. Did, did we ever find out – I know he got banged up against Georgia, just the same injury. Yeah, I think it was a hamstring issue. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Fails, fails. Any more most important? What do you got? You like my switch I had to make mid-game here? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Called a, it's, called a, it's called adjusting. My AirPods were starting to die. I had to make an okay. adjustment. You adapted. Yeah. I like it. I adapted. I adapted. You, you might want to get on the Tennessee coaching staff. <laughs> um, You got any more most importance? I don't. I'm sorry. I, everything's on my okay. phone. I had, to, I had to do it on my phone. And I don't want to go dark on you. I'm trying to okay. stay. Gotcha. No, I'm not trying to go still team six on you or anything. You don't want to go to Pac-12. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> um, that's all. That's all I got for most important. Do you have any fails? Cool. My fails were the UCF oh, backup yeah, yeah. quarterback. I think he was the third string quarterback, which makes it all that better. Um, and and then uh, my man, my man that threw the beer bottle off the window. I'm sorry. You just got to be smarter than that. I've uh, bring in some stuff in anger, but nothing that nothing like a window. It's all been my personal property, like not like mine and my significant others, or mine and my brothers, or mine and my family's my property <laughs> that I broke in. Maybe maybe a golf club. I don't know, but nothing nothing that'll get me left. You know? Yeah, yeah. You can't do that. You can't lose more than than you already had. Exactly. Um, my my first one is Christian Zachary. Did you see his? commitment video i don't think it wasn't in Times square was it no it was like it was very weird very medieval dark in the woods and at the like, end uh, missouri's yeah yeah, yeah it's kind of like that um but he's wearing like a hood and there was a guy that he was kind of fighting in the woods and i just I didn't <laughs> get it i didn't get it and then it put the top seven and he just said i'm committed to the seven so I don't know who he's actually committed to. <laughs> he committed to seven schools. He committed to the seven. I don't know. Like I, I guess that's all seven. One schools. of the seven. One of the seven. But from what I've gathered, it's not even going to be one of those seven. It's going to be another school. Ooh! Wow! Wow! Throw really uh, that. He should be a movie director. It sounds like. He goes Bringing by like, like Reverend, even... Reverend something is like his nickname. So I'm thinking he's going to TCU. All the colors in it were kind of purple and okay. just Christian school context clues, you know. I'm, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that he, he kind of pieced it together, but still committed to the seven. Why can't you just say you're committed to a school? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of commitment videos, anyways. Seem weird. I'm not a big fan of releasing your top 40. Um, so really combining those two things does not get my juices going or anything like that. So yeah, it's bold. Uh, it's bold to say the least. I don't get it. Committed to the I'm seven, baby. The, <laughs> that's my new line. That's my new line. Committed to seven. It looked like a CW like commitment video. Like it was very like weird. Yeah. Superhero mm. type vibes. I don't know. That's awesome. Awesome. I think that's I think that's all I got. That's it. That's it. Oh, we forgot. JJ Peterson just never made it to campus. We're all in agreement. <laughs> it's got it's gotta be official now, right? Yeah. He's there's no way he comes back. No way. There's no way he's been there, right? I don't think so. Okay. I've never actually yeah. seen him without a helmet on, so yeah, don't <laughs> I'm leaning toward no. Yeah, I'm with you 100% on that. 
Never been on campus. Yeah. Never been. Sad. Very sad. Well, guys, I'm sorry. I hate that it happened. Wednesday, I guess we'll try to bring some better moods. I don't know how we're going to be happier on Wednesday because we're facing Alabama. That'll be we'll be previewing Alabama on Saturday. Um, yeah, it's going to be a rough next couple of weeks on more important issues. Maybe a couple guys test positive, false or not. Maybe it gets us out of. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, it, like, like what? What would we rather have, COVID or Bama? <laughs> I guess. And then Nick Saban beats COVID in a matter matter of days. So you got to think you'd rather have COVID. The man doesn't lose. He doesn't lose. Say what you want about him. He doesn't lose. Um, yeah, we'll be previewing that game, though, of course. And we'll cheer as hard as we can on Saturday. It's, it's who we are. It's what we do. Um, so join us, I guess. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we do appreciate you guys listening, as always, obviously. And uh, make sure you get your questions in for Wednesday's show. We'll be back 100% live next time and in person. So make, make sure you stay with us. We always appreciate you all. Yep. Love you guys. We're bringing the boat in, and we out.